wait, how the fuck does this work? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back to the No Parental Control Podcast. It's obviously me, Efron, here. And today, I got a interesting fella. His name is... Jason Martinez. Jason Martinez. almost forgot your name there for a second, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I'm a bad host. <clears throat> I'm still getting used to this shit, bro. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it takes practice, takes time. Yeah, 100%, man. But when I first started doing this shit... Um, I was shy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, if you listen to my first podcast, um, I was like, uh, what's up, guys? Like, I was like shy. I was like, I think think this is like 15, 16 episodes. I'm not sure how many, how many I've done now. 14, 15 now. How long do you normally run them? Um, they, they've, they've gone from, from about 30 minutes to about three hours, I think two to three hours, two hours, I think is the longest one. I think, yeah, I don't think I've hit that three hour mark yet. That's cool. That's cool. Um, the one with George that I just did, um, that could have, I think that hit like a little hour and a half to two. I'm not even tired. I didn't think, I don't know. I don't know how many. It felt like a long time. It probably did. You know, the conversations, you, know? yeah. you, you get lost into Richard time and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. But what's going on, man? Like, you're a pretty interesting guy, bro. Um, when I first met you, bro, um, I didn't think you were such a rebel, no? <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit yeah. of a rebel. You got the face tats now? Yeah, I got, uh, well, altogether it's like six, but it's two together. So yeah. like one on my left side, one on my right side. They both say something. Honestly, yeah, and you keep it a letter. secret. Yes, I tell people that it says Wendy's Chicken Nuggets. And I honestly, for this podcast, because I am going as Jason, I could let you know what they say. Um, I would love it, bro. We love exclusives here. So, so yeah, so anyways, um, you're going to do, yeah, we love exclusives here. We had an exclusive with George. I'm going to get another exclusive soon with my uncle. Cool, later cool, cool, cool. but what what does your fucking tattoo say okay so besides the two symbols the two the two words on them okay one of them i consider myself and i'll tell you what that is and then something is it's a little personal to go with it um i'll break it down though so on the left side it says black sheep Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know what a black sheep yeah, is, or a black sheep, sheep. family, yeah, you know, yeah. it's the outcast, the one that people usually had turned their back on and stuff. Um, because there was a point in my time in my life where my family just my name being brought up mm-hmm. was a sensitive subject, and yeah. it was um, it was just something that people didn't really want to say because um, the stuff that I was doing and I was just a huge disappointment to my family. Um, so I was essentially the black sheep of my family. Now, they never, you know, ended up giving up hope on me. You know, they always, you know... They never expressed through. it or... No, they would express it. Yeah. You know? They would express they, it. They um, said it. Like, they're like, yeah, you're... Yeah, you're a disappointment. Uh, disappointment. I was, for one, was I wasn't supposed to be born. That, oh, um, wow. Stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Okay, man. Like, I fucking... I'll take it. I took it. Um, and yeah. so, my right side says suicide. So it's because, you know, I have tried to put myself in situations where I should have died, where I should not have lived, um, essentially trying to kill myself. I never had the courage or the strength, I should say, to actually go through and end my own life. So because the way I see it is you're both you both got to be weak as hell to want to kill yourself, but you got to be really fucking strong and courageous to go through with it. Yeah. So I see those type of people as really strong, you know, Um but essentially, black sheep suicide means, you know, the death of the black sheep. So I'm still alive. Obviously, I did not commit suicide. But that person that I was is now dead. They're no longer alive because I'm a whole different person now. 
Are you much happier? I can I can honestly say that yes, I am. I am a lot happier than what I used to be. I used to hate life. I used to hate getting up. I had no motivation to just want to do anything. I saw I just told myself like this life is just not it's not something worth living. It's not something that I want to live in. And it was for many different reasons, okay? Mm-hmm. So to start it off, I guess we could start from when I was a little. Mm-hmm. Um my mother and father, they were together and they conceived me and everything, but they ended up, you know, divorcing and breaking up. And I ended up going to live with my dad because my mom lost custody of us because she was doing drugs and she just wasn't yeah. the best person to take care of us. Um, she would leave us at fucking crack houses. Um, she would take us to random places and leave us there and be fucking the dudes, you know. Really? I was young and experiencing this. I remember one story, one, not one story, but one in- incident. Incident. Um, I was asleep on the bed with my mother and the guy that she was with. I'm not going to use any names. Yeah. We'll call him fucking Michael Cordova. Um, you got to use names. It's not yeah. a big deal. I was sleeping, and all of a sudden I'm waking up because I feel the bed fucking rocking hard. Holy shit. And I turn around, and my mom is literally fucking as I'm laying right next to her, and she's trying to push my face away so that I wouldn't see. Instead of waiting, you know, till I'm outside of the room or kicking me out of the room, or, you know, fucking something, you know? She yeah. she didn't care that I was... Well, she cared that I, if I saw, but she didn't care that I was there. There, yeah. Hearing it, fucking experiencing it. And that was my first... One of my first memories I have of my mother. Literally, one of my first memories. Another memory is when she took us to this guy's house and the cat had, like, six toes. Um, it was a white cat. And I remember going into the room looking for her because I was hungry. And she was just laid out there all fucking naked nothing covering up nothing right and that's another fucking memory i have was she was she like drugged out there i'm i'm pretty sure i can't i can't remember those that vividly but i remember being there where where was your pops at the time i don't i don't know um it was possible i believe he had went to jail for getting really drunk and driving on the wrong side of the road Mm-hmm. And they took him to jail, but I don't remember how long they took him. Pretty common in Arizona, too. Yeah, they took him to jail. I don't remember how long, but I remember visiting him in there. Yeah. Um, but I think he was just somewhere else, and we were just with my mom at the time yeah. before she lost us to the the system, you know? And then we went to go live with her, right, my, live with my dad. Um, so shortly after living with my dad, he was murdered um, by his best friend. His best friend's sister, I should say, but I think we think she's covering up for him. So here's here's what happened. So I was friends with his son, obviously, and I had went to their house, and the boy was trying to show me this gun, a real gun that he had, and he told me that he was gonna kill me. And he started showing me all these fucking nudie mags that they had there, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what is this?" Why did he want to kill you? Or was he no just reason. I think he just just saying little, stupid little shit, stupid you know? Shit. Yeah, he had yeah, a gun, he had a gun everything. Yeah, but we weren't that old. I was like nine years old, nine turning ten years old. What? Like, the how the fuck, fuck he had this yeah, gun? I yeah. do not know. Okay. Um, and I don't really want to get into race or anything, but they were African Americans. My dad's best friend was an African American. Um, and so my sister, I had told my sister this, and she was very concerned as to why the boy had a gun, why he said he was going to kill me. So she had told my father. And my father, obviously, he was like, what the fuck? So he called the cops. He didn't know what to do. He didn't want to go confront his best friend about this. And so the cops came, and they, they took, were asking me questions and stuff. And I was too young to understand, you know, what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But I knew he threatened my life. And so I told the cops everything. And uh, they essentially went to the house 
I gave them the description of the house. They went to the house, and I don't remember what happened after that point. But I remember one night, okay, this is the day that he died. It was October 25th, just a month before my birthday. My birthday is on November 18th. Mm. So I was 9, turning 10 years old. Um, he had asked me, like, oh, hey, do you want to go with your mother to your cousins, or do you want to stay here with me? And at that time, I was so close with my cousin. I mm. loved hanging out with him. I wanted to be just like him. I wanted to hang out with him and his yeah. friends all the time. And I loved my grandparents that he was living with. So I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll go with him, you know. <clears throat> and so he said, okay. <clears throat> and so we went to my grandma's house. And we we're spending time there. And then from there, we went to my tia's house where the I think one of the Cardinals games was on. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember we were watching a football game. Um, and that day, my dad had left with his best friend and his best friend's sister to go do something. I don't remember. Uh, I can't say I remember what it was, but I know the story now of what happened. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he had drugs in the trunk of the car. Who, and your dad? my dad. Okay. So apparently he had drunk drugs in the trunk of his car, and the woman supposedly, okay, wanted those drugs. So she pulled the gun on him. Yeah. And it was like telling him like to give it up. Yeah. My dad was like, no, fuck no, like get the fuck out of my car, like what the fuck's wrong with you, you know? It was his best friend and his best friend's fucking sister. Yeah. He didn't have a weapon on him. He didn't have anything. You know, he trusted his best friend. Yeah, of course. He's like, like, like he his best friend. Yeah. But the woman didn't want to get out. So he tried to force her to get out, and when she pulled the gun and pointed it at his face, he tried to grab the gun. And the way we know this is because there was a bullet hole through his hand that went through his hand and through his face. So she shot through his hand, through his face, and shot him six more times. And he was killed. Okay? And I didn't know, obviously didn't know this right away, so I went to go visit my mom. She was, she was with some guy at the time. He had kids and stuff, and I, I enjoyed hanging out with them, you know? Seeing them as, like, relatives. Like, oh, I'm yeah. young. You know, like, oh, those are my brothers, you know? Yeah. Anyways, so on my way back to where I was living with my dad, my sister, my stepsister, had told me, like, I have something to tell you. And she was no older than me. She's younger than me, like, almost oh, by really? a year. I was like, what's up? She's like, I think your dad's dead. I was like, what? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And she was like, I seen it on the news that they were trying to find somebody to identify a person and it looked like your dad. And I was like, no, nah, my dad's not what? dead. Like, there's no way my dad's dead, yeah. you know? Like, I just seen him, you know? There's no way my dad's gonna yeah, be dead. Yeah, it's like, it's fucking total denial and shit. Yeah, yeah I was I in total even... denial, brother. I'll tell you that. But when I got to my my house, I remember the house. All my family was there. And yeah. when, as I was walking in, my tata, who's the one that was bringing me, yeah, he told me, just walk straight to your dad's room. Don't stop, don't look at anyone, don't say anything to anyone, just walk straight there. And I was like, okay, I didn't know what to do. So when I saw everyone, I obviously my reaction is to like, you wanna say hi to people, you know? And they were sad and they were calling me over to them, yeah. but they said, no, walk straight up. So I ignored them and I walked straight to my mom's room, my stepmom's room, I'll, I'll refer to her as mom too. Yeah, 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 um, no, I get it. I, I'm yeah. partially adopted. Yeah. So, so she was in bed crying again. with a picture of my dad with my oh, family yeah. surrounding her, you know, her closest ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when they had told me, okay? But I did not cry. I was not crying. I had no emotion at that point. Everyone else around me mm-hmm. sobbing, crying, letting out all their sadness, you know? Were you still in denial? You I'm, I'm going to assume I was because I was not crying see it to believe I, it I, essentially so, so listen to this before the funeral before the awakening 
I was sleeping on the couch waiting every day for my dad to walk through that living room door and I was telling myself and I remember this I still remember this I was telling myself no my dad's just staying at his friend's house he sometimes does that my dad's just out he's gonna come back oh it's just been one day oh it's just been two days you know I was telling myself this yeah until the time came to go see my dad in the coffin and even as I walked up to his body and seen his body, and I seen the bullet wounds, because, you know, they try to dress them yeah. and put makeup, you can see it. They, yeah. they weren't that good at hiding it. Yeah, I could see them. Could do, yeah. I could see his lifeless body there. I felt it. I felt it hollow. I felt it cold. Mm. But I was still not able to cry. I still was not able to shed a fucking tear, and I do not know why. Have you cried yet? Yes, I've cried. Yeah. Obviously, I've thought about at night, you know, I miss my father. I, like, my life would have been so totally different yeah. um, if my father was around. And I think about that. And I, and I remember telling you this before with Roger. Like, I sometimes blame myself. Like, yeah. I feel like if I was with him that day, he would not have left with them. Or if I was there, I would have either died with him or they wouldn't have done it because I was there. Yeah. And, and then I remember you telling me, like, you know, I shouldn't put that on myself. But that's something I held with me. For so fucking long yeah. that I've held it and held it. And it kind of fueled me with hate and anger and rage and wrath, you know, all the ugly emotions. Yeah. It filled me to the brim with it. Yeah, it, 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 it fucks you like when you think about it, you know, like, like right now, like, I personally cannot go into like the city of San Antonio. Like, after my best friend died. Yeah. I'm sorry I, to hear that. I fucking hate San Antonio right now. Like, every time I go to, like, in the neighborhood where I lived at, like, I see the spot where him and I, like, smoke weed at, you know, or where we used to go to school or we used to fucking hang out and do things. And, and even, like, uh, back home in the Rio Grande Valley, you know, like, because a lot of people, like, a few people were always like, you know, like, we need to come visit. We need to come see these. And, and I personally, like, can't, bro. Like, it's just, like... I can't, you know, because it's weird. Because it it, it it still feels weird that he's not here. Mm-hmm. It feels weird. It just feels, you know, like that's it, someone like, you there's like around empty, all the time, you, know? you know, like I, I don't know for a long time, for a few months. Because I got, I got, it's been like two years, I think now. I believe, yeah, it's been like two years now, um, and and I was mad for a long time, you know, like I stayed home. I went back home for like about six months or so, and. I just couldn't do it, bro. Like I was like, dude, fuck this. I can't. I can't, can't be, be there. here. I can't. I can't be here at all. Like this is weird. You know. I felt like very ungrateful. Um, I am making these shirts called "Piece of Shits Don't Die." Oh, nice. Because I felt like, um, my whole life I kind of felt like I was a piece of shit. Mm. Because, uh, like, I have family that like loves me, and I know it, but I stay away, and I don't know why. Like, I, I. I'm not a big family guy. Um, I wish I was, but like, it's just awkward, bro. Like, it's just weird to me, like feeling like love and affection and yeah, and all this shit. Thing. It's like weird to me. It's like, 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 what the fuck do you want from me? You know, yeah. like, and I, I, I do, I definitely do better alone. You know, like the only per- people I can stand is like my daughter and Obviously. sometimes my ex-wife. You know, like it's sometimes. You know, like. I can't, I can't do it all the time, bro. Yeah. Like, I can't. You it's know? too much. It's too much. And uh, being there all the time. And, and, like, I don't know. Like, it just, I can't mix it all. I can't, I can't, I can't mix it all. You know, it's weird, you know. And, and after my best friend died, I felt like, 
I definitely felt I, I wouldn't say suicidal um, but if I had a choice you know like if some weird thing like God or the universe whatever you want to believe in mm-hmm. came to me and was like hey bro like you want to switch spots with this guy you know you wouldn't have I probably would have done it you know because I felt like he was a better person you know because he was such a nice guy mm-hmm and he died similar to your pops. It was a drug deal. He was just selling weed and coke and, you know, like, he was a nice guy. You know, he just, he wanted to, he wanted a different life. He didn't really want to wait for everything. He, mm-hmm. he, he was a very impatient person. He wanted it, so he found a way to get shit so he could live the life that he wanted. He lived life hard, bro. Like, he was probably the only person that I knew at the age of, like, 11, 12 years old wanted a fucking car. I was like, what do you want a car for, bro? Like, what are you going to go? I was nice. like, dude, I want to fuck How you even bitches. That, I want to fuck this. And like, he fucking... He, he grew too fast. He, he was literally my... Somebody that I wanted to be. But I couldn't because, like, my personality is pretty shy. A little sheltered. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't get into trouble. I had all the time in the world to get in trouble. Because I had very little supervision as a kid. Yeah. Never did anything that bad with it. Right. I was I, I had like self restraint all the time for whatever reason. It, it, up to this day, I still do, you know. Other than like what we just did in the room a while yeah. ago, but you know, like it, I'm in a confined space. You know, there's some fucking cops here. There's no no one's gonna get in yeah, trouble right now. Gonna, but like he would fucking happen. do that shit in front of people. You know, he would fucking he would do fuck. anything. He was so tough. He was so. He didn't care, you know, but he did care. But, like, he would give you the shirt off his back, bro. He was such a nice guy. And I personally wouldn't always do that for everybody. I would do that for him, mm-hmm. you know, very few people. So I felt like a piece of shit, bro. Like, I was like, why did it, like why does God take away nice people? Like, mm-hmm. I was so mad for a long time. I was like, why does he take, like, why do piece of shits always lie? Like, yeah, why do they get to live? Like, why do they get to live? And that that's what I was kind of like, piece of shits never die, bro. Yeah. And I felt like a piece of shit because, like, I got all these people that love me and want me to around, and I just don't want to be around, bro. Like, right. I, like, left. Yeah, I, I can you know, I can like, kind of two fucking way. states away. I have zero family other than my daughter and my ex-wife here in Arizona. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I never could have friends. I just felt like somebody was, you know, going to leave, was, right? Not, not, yeah, not necessarily just leave, but, like... Turn, turn their back like my dad's best yeah. friend because that was his best friend so it kind of fucked me up so I would always eat lunch alone go to school yeah. just be by myself Can't and even with his family like I yeah. even when my family comes over I just stay in my room mm-hmm. I don't interact with them much I just I just hang out like if I'm at my mom's house mm-hmm. I'll just usually hang out in my room is she doing better though now? oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was obviously your bio- like years biological ago. mom yeah yeah she's my biological mom oh. is now married to a man um great man he's hope you know, raised me from mm. when I was 12 years old to now. And I used to hate him, obviously. I didn't yeah, yeah, really care much for him. He would always try to act like he was my dad, and I didn't agree with it, you know. Hey, what's up, but, bud? Like, yeah, 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 high yeah. five. <laughs> try to talk to me like, like he was, like, disciplined me and shit, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, man, I'm not having that. Yeah. And, um, so a person that I looked up to a lot, though, was my cousin. Because yeah. when my dad died and I went to go live with my mom, my cousin and my two stepbrothers were the ones to teach me how to do everything. Tell me how to tie my shoes, walk, talk. Not talk like regular talk, but like how to talk with people, yeah. how to talk with women, how to, you know, get a girl, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then they also taught me the badger side of things, how to sell drugs, how to, you know, get away from the cops, how to steal, how to, um, you know, rob houses and yeah. um, 
gang affiliations and stuff like that. Yeah. But they always made sure to take care of me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked up to my cousin a lot during that. Um, Never really had somebody for all that. Yeah, I could say my you cousin know, was my, the my best me. friend and I, I met him in the fifth grade. And I would say, other than a f- couple other people, there was this guy, Cordell. He was a real good guy. My friend, uh, his name is Joe. He's like trying to become a pro wrestler. He's a really cool guy. Oh, cool. Um, WWE. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he <laughs> makes it. Yeah. Um, I might be missing someone, and I do apologize, but I can't remember their names mm-hmm. right now. But he was probably the only guy, the only guy I would hang out with, like since fifth grade. Um, I remember uh, students would fuck the teachers. I mean, the teachers would tell us like they 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 get mad because we we would fucking raise hell in the class and shit, mm-hmm. you know. And they 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 used to kind of like pick on us a bit. And they're like, hey, you know, like once you guys get to high school or to junior high, you guys so are not gonna be friends no more. You're gonna yeah. there's gonna be a lot more people and all this shit. And we're like, we looked at each other like, nah, like we're fucking in the shit. Yeah, we're for tight, life, man. Bro. Yeah, you know. And nobody believed us, bro. And by the time, like, high school came, bro, we were fucking living in this I moved into this fucking guy's Damn. house, bro. I'm like, fuck you. I always wanted to, like, contact one of my old teachers and be like, Bitch, Yeah, fuck you. Fuck we you, fucking bro. made it. We made it. You we don't even remember who you we, are, Even bro. after high school, we graduated high school. We still lived together. I lived with this family and shit because they kind of adopted me for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and... You know, like they, his family raised me. He, he um, it wasn't for him. I would have definitely lived a different life, you know, because my mom was arrested. Um, we kind of were homeless a bit. My oldest sister helped me out for a while, but she couldn't really have me. Um, and and I moved in. Like I told him, like, bro, like, you know, I'm my mom's in jail. You know, I'm fucking, you know, like got evicted from the from the apartment. And she was like, he's like, no bigger, bro. Just fucking move in with us. <laughs> It was like that. It was no like, there was no combo. It, I talked to his mom. It's just like, dude, you're fucking already living here all the time, bro. Just move your shit in. And it was like that. It was simple transition, yeah. bro. Yeah, at least they and actually had you like that. You know? Yeah, and I never I never had to sell drugs. I never had to fucking, you know, do any yeah, stupid, you know. Like, luckily, I never had to, you know. Yeah. And, you know, fucking, he started selling drugs, you know, when after high school. She just because, you know, he wanted to fucking make fast money and... And he liked fast cars. He liked to fuck fucking strippers and shit like that. And, you know, he, that's the life he liked, bro. And I, and I always support him. I was always his wingman and shit. I remember in high school and junior high, I was, I was always, like, go with him. And he had his fucking, like, dates and shit. And, you know, I'd be, like, the wingman. I'd take the ugly the friend. Wingman. You know, like, he had this cute-ass girls. And I'd take the ugly friend and just entertain her yeah, and shit. Yeah, keep her yeah. Out and keep him busy. And... It was funny, bro. It was super funny. But then, you know, he fucking passed. It was it was only 23, I think, 22, 23. Man, young. And, young, young, young. My dad and, was 28. Yeah, and I was fucking... I was devastated, bro. Because I felt like... Like, why did I like, leave San Antonio? You know, I could have fucking helped them, you know. Like, I could have, like, been there, you know. And I was out here fucking, you know, in Arizona trying to be a dad and shit or like you know just trying to save my marriage or whatever the fuck I was doing out mm-hmm. here you know I don't know and you know like I just felt like you know fuck I want to take his place I felt like he could have done like just like somewhat semi better impact I felt like everyone else liked life. him better mm-hmm. he, he was definitely he was I wouldn't say he was favorite I think everybody loved us all 
you know, but he was the life of the party, you know, mm-hmm. like everywhere he came. It was Brighten like, that shit up. You know, he was a fucking guy, you know, yeah. and I was like, I want to be like him. And exactly. He was so fucking, he was badass. Just like him. And, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I also started this podcast, you know, because like, you know, I was always scared to do shit, bro. Yeah. Like, always scared. Like, I was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. But oh, I never I fucking did people shit. People telling their and, stories about what they did. I never did shit. And I, I managed restaurants. And I worked my fucking life away. I'm fucking yeah. 25. And I'm fucking 26 now, actually. 26. And Damn. I've had, like, I've taken one or two vacations. Since I started working. That's not good, man. You're going to work yourself yeah, to death, I've bro. Never fucking, I don't take days off, bro. And and that guy just fucking... He, he just fucking did whatever the fuck he felt like. And I never understood how people do that shit, bro. Like, how the fuck do you guys do that? You know? Yeah. I've seen and, some pretty messed up stuff that my family you know, side has done. Trying to learn. That's why I interview people like you guys. You know, like George and you. You know, like, how the fuck do you guys do what you want? You know? Because yeah. I feel like... I restrict myself all the fucking time, man. Yeah, self-restraint is, you know, a big thing. As I guess, you know, you could say some people just don't have it or some yeah. people just some people just don't care. Yeah. Um, me personally, I I can control myself, but when it comes to dumb stuff, like I just don't really care, you know, it's just something that, you know, we do day by day, stuff that just happens. Mm-hmm. We have no control over or if we do have, you know, if it's something that we cause, then, you know, the way I see it is fuck it, I've done gone this fucking far, you know? Yeah, I might as well keep yeah, going. Yeah, might as well fucking keep going. <laughs> I remember one time me and my cousin, my one that I look up to, we were walking yeah. down the street, right? And this dude he had a nice bike. Very nice bike, and I liked it. I was like, Man, cousin, look at that bike, you know? Yeah. Like I wanna get one I wanna get a bike like that. He's like, You want that bike? I was like yeah, and tell me why this motherfucker went, beat the dude's ass off the bike, and took the bike for me. God, Took the bike for me. I got a brand new bike. We took it home, sanded it down, painted it so that, you know, nobody yeah, could tell, yeah, what, can't what, tell it what it was. Um, and I got a new fucking bike, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, hell yeah. Bro. I did that once. Um, Stole someone's bike? Yeah, dude, <laughs> and I don't know what came through me, but I was with my best friend. We used to go to the to the public library back uh, back home in the Rio Grande Valley. It was in Mission, Texas. And there was this bike, bro, and it had fucking, uh, the, what do they call the, those bars? The, the, the pegs? Pegs, yeah, the, the ones pegs. On the yeah, they had those? fucking pegs. It was like this badass, I don't think it was a mongoose. It was a, it was an actual BMX bike. Yeah, I think thing, mine was know? a mongoose, the one that we took. Yeah, but it could have been a mongoose. You know, they made those badass mm-hmm. little BMX bikes back then and shit. And, and it wasn't chained up, bro. You just fucking left it there in the in the fucking bike rack. Oh, get your fucking take and, that. And and it was the furthest fucking uh, bike rack, you know, in the library. So you couldn't. The front door was like fucking like fifty yards away. You know, couldn't it was a pretty see big. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's a badass bike and shit. And and my best friend Ray was like, oh, like imagine we fucking took it, you know? Because we always said dumb shit, you yeah. know. We never did anything bad. We're never bad kids, you know. The most we did was like pod and freon and, and other dumb shit. Mm. And you know, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna fucking take it. And he's like, fucking, you won't fucking do it. And he was like, pussy. And I fucking went for it. And I took that bitch ass bike. I took that motherfucker. And bike. I hid it in the alley next to my house in this like big ass bushes and. And I rode it for a little bit, like for like an hour maybe. And then I hid it in the in the bush, went home and shit. And then the next day, the fucking city uh, mowed the, the lawn in the alley shit. And they fucking took the they bike, took bro. took the fucking bike. I was like, bitch, I fucking just stole that shit. Why did you put it in your backyard or something? Uh, 
Because I, I didn't want my mom to ask questions. Like, oh, but we that got bike it, yeah. And all this shit, you know? And I was like, oh, yes, I Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah, I didn't think of that. I didn't want to fucking, you know, because yeah. I wasn't a bad kid, so she'd be asking questions. No, nah, like, man. Why? We told my mom, like, we, nah, we stole like, that shit. Fucking, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we told her we stole that <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's nah, man. Nah, my mom wasn't about all that all that shit. Like, it, I don't think she, she would have been able to do much about it, but, you know, like, I never wanted to get to that point, you know? Like, yeah. mom, I was always a good kid. My mom was always obviously doing, you know, she was doing stupid mm-hmm. stuff and drugs and stuff. So I was, my family, they were all doing drugs and stuff. So I guess that's why I'm okay now, you know, like doing drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really bother me. And especially back then, like I said, I was nine years old when I started smoking. Yeah. Um, and I think I was like 12 when I started, like when I first had my first thing of Coke. Um, really? Yeah, I was 12 years old. After that, I didn't do Who it. Who gave you the? It was just laced on, t- on the blunt. Yeah, uh, like okay. coffee and stuff on it and put on it. Um, oh, that's a fucking lethal fucking yeah. joint. And you so, just yeah, I was like 12 years old. God um, but during that time, you know, I would take a break from smoking here and there and start yeah. up again and stuff. Uh, I didn't end up doing coke again until later on in life um, where I was just like, fuck it, you know, yeah, do it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, and then, of course, LSD and stuff. LSD was always my favorite. But, um, so, back to a little bit. Uh, of course, living with my mom now during that time, I still had bad experiences with her. And so when she got with my stepdad, didn't like him and stuff, you know, I missed my father. I wanted to avenge him. I always told myself, like, the first, if I'm ever going to kill someone, it's going to be that lady, you know? It's going to be her. Like, I know when she's getting out. I know which prison she's in. I'm going to wait for her one day when she gets out, and I'm going to get her, and I'm going to kill her. But I didn't want to just kill her like nothing. My whole plan was to get her, take her to her family, watch her as I kill her family, and then kill her. God. I wanted her to, to suffer. Not only because now she alive in prison. Yeah. But I wanted her to suffer one last bit before I had killed her. And a lot of this I do because I'm living, you know, like I said, my cousins, they taught me all that bad shit. I had to see a lot of bad stuff. So that anger and stuff kind of just transferred on to me and made me think, oh, this is fine. You know, this this isn't nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to kill this bitch. And I told my mom. I told my mom. I said, that's my that's my goal in life. My only goal in life is to kill her. After that, I don't care what happens to me. I don't care if I'm dead. I don't care if I'm fucking homeless. I don't care about anything. If I'm in prison. Yeah. I said, that's my only goal in life. I told both my moms this. And and they they always knew that that was my plan. Of course, they didn't approve of it. And yeah. they told me, like, well, think about us. Think about what's going to happen. Like, you're going to go to prison or if you die. Think about what's going to happen to us. And, I, and at that time, I didn't care. At that time, I did not care. I was like, I'm going to kill this bitch. Yeah. I said, I'm going to go to the military. I'm going to sharpen up my skills. Dang. I'm going to try to take sniper school. And I'm going to I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. Um, so now fast forward into time. Okay. Um, I'm with my cousin. We're, we were, during, during this time, we were a gang-affiliated stuff. Uh, we had a trap house. Okay, we had a trap house where we keep drugs, guns, money, and we would mm-hmm. go just to hang out and stuff, right? Yeah. And we were ne- we were no- a little bit known in this neighborhood. Okay, I'm not gonna say the neighborhood that it is, um, but it's obviously in Phoenix. Um, and these kids, they came up to us like, "Hey, we need help, you know? Some these dudes are coming. And they're gonna like try to jump us, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like another, it's not the rival school or some shit, something stupid, right? Yeah. They're like, we can you guys like help us out? We're like fuck it, you know. You're from our hood, you know. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna look out for you. Yeah. You know, we're not gonna let somebody else from another hood or another place come up in here and cause some, cause some drama. So we told our guys, we're like, hey man, you know, just be ready. You know, some some shit's gonna go down. They're gonna go scrap in the fucking alley, or whatever, right? Yeah. So not even like an hour or two went by, and 
a bunch of people, okay, a bunch of fucking teenagers, bro, a bunch of teenagers, a bunch of them showed up into this fucking alley, okay? Yeah. And the people that wanted our help were there too, and they were getting ready, and we're like, oh, shit's about to go down. And we seen a blacked out car pull up. And blacked out cars normally symbolize somebody's up in that bitch and they're about to do something. So instantly, one of the guys, okay, I won't say names, he quickly ran out there with a fucking gun and started bucking at the car. And my cousin threw the shotgun to me. He grabbed the gun and started running out there, started bucking at the car. And from my window, I also started shooting. I don't know if I ever ended up hitting somebody, okay? I don't know if I ended up hitting somebody, but I remember shooting at the, the left side of the car near where, like, the tire part was. Yeah. You know, like, the tire, that fender right there, and then the yeah. door. It was, like, in between there. And everyone was scattering. After the first couple shots, everyone was fucking scattering. The fucking people uh, in the car ended up fucking taking off, too. And so we were like, what the fuck? Like, why did you start shooting, you know? Like, why, why, were, we, why were we shooting? What the fuck happened? I didn't know. The moment I heard gunshots, natural instinct was to start fucking shooting back, you yeah. know? Um, so we took the guy to the side, like, yo, what the fuck's your problem? Like, why, why did you start shooting and everything? And so we quickly put the guns back inside and booked it. We ran, because obviously this was a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Cops were always there, in and out, fucking quick yeah, as yeah, fuck, yeah. bro. So we fucking booked it. And with everyone scattering, they weren't going to fucking find us. So literally, like, five fucking minutes now, after, there's fucking helicopters, there's fucking SWAT, there's yeah. fucking cops Holy swarming the entire God. block. And now he lived with his mom, and, uh, no, he didn't live with his mom. He had, His mom was living in that neighborhood, like, literally right next to the place, and his house was also close to the place. So we went to his mom's house to, like, yeah, chill out cousin? there. Yeah, cousins, yes. Yeah. To just hang out there until the shit died down or whatever, right? Yeah. And so once all the cops and everything dispersed or whatever, we took about a, um, a couple, like four days, four or five days before we decided to go back to the trap house. So we went to the trap house, you know, hung out, played some video games or whatever, and ended up leaving again. But as soon as we left, like not even like an hour went by, they stormed the fucking room, the fucking, the trap. No, the they cops were watching the cops, you guys. The ah. cops were fucking, they stormed the place, they arrested a couple of the guys, they took the guns, the money, the drugs, but we were not there. We were gone. We were, we were, we were gone. We came back and we seen all of that and instantly we got the fuck out of there. We're like, we're, we're not staying a fucking second longer. We booked that shit. There was a canal right there where we fucking ran down, ran, um, there's like a little bridge crossing the canal, um, ran through a couple apartments and went to a fucking bus stop and we fucking we fucking left um so those guys i don't know if they're still in jail two of the guys that were with us weren't they weren't in there um so they were also out one of them was one of the guys that was shooting with us um so now i have my first job um i'm working at a car wash it's called bethany's auto spa it's over there on like 35th avenue in bethany homes mm -hmm. and there's this guy there you know and we were still affiliated you know with shit and he was trying to act all bad, bro. He would always try to take my tips and try to fucking, you know, punk me and shit. And I'm like, dude, like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I don't got time for you. And one day I just had enough of it. And he started boasting about how he had a bunch of weed in his backpack. And he showed me. And he had, like, at least two ounces. So, yeah. like, fucking 56 grams of fucking weed in there. Yeah. So instantly I called my cousin. I was like, hey, man, come get this shit. Dang. And he was like, fucking bet, we'll pull up. So he came with him. Two other guys, okay? One was a driver, and then the two were going to grab the bag, okay? Mm -hmm. And I sent him a picture of the bag, sent him a picture of him, um, to, so he knew what to grab, okay? And so, during this time, it was his lunch break, so he went to go smoke a blunt by a tree, and I called him, and I was like, hey, he's right there on the tree, when you see him, just grab his bag. 
And he was like, fucking bet. So when they pulled up, there was a cop at the light conducting traffic because, you know, they were fixing it or whatever, right? Yeah. So they pulled up, but they didn't give a fuck. They pulled up and they parked across the street. And I could see both of them because one of them was, another person was a driver. So both of them were walking towards him, right? And so the guy reached over, grabbed the bag and ran, one of them, okay? My cousin stopped the guy from getting up, from getting up by punching him. He went, boom, stocked this shit up, kept stocking him up. And then took off once um, the guy was clear in the car. And then my cousin started going that way. And then the guy started chasing him. And the cop is watching this go down. Okay? He's watching this go down. He runs after him across the street. And my cousin's just fighting him, whatever, right? And then he books it to the car. And as soon as the guy tries to get to the car, the one driving pulled out an AR and pointed it at him and stopped him dead in his tracks. The dude was like, fuck. Like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking die for 56 fucking yeah. grams of fucking weed, you know? Uh, um, yeah. He was like, fuck that. He pulled out an AR and they fucking skirted out there out of there and I, I think the reason the cops didn't do anything is because they probably they didn't know what was going on they just seen them fighting and then yeah. running um and like, he was in the middle of the traffic yeah he's, yeah, conducting, he's conducting traffic, traffic. He's, he's not gonna just like, stop and run into his car it's probably his first chase, week you know? in fucking um in, in, in his job yeah right shit, you know, so this is his first fucking assignment so this guy was pissed bro he was pissed he was screaming punching the tree and shit and in my head i was like bro we fucking got your shit you know we fucking got your shit so they took it to the trap house split it up and everything got you know, there was some money in there too yeah. they split it up everything and of course i got my fair share you know i didn't really want anything i just wanted to get high with them um and i remember there's another guy at that that car wash who was a drug dealer and so he thought that it was him that set him up he had no clue that it was me he thought it was another person so what? i got away with that shit clean brother clean Dang. i was like Shoo. and this guy was stealing your fucking tips yeah he was trying to steal my tips and shit bro shit. he was a piece of shit so he fucking deserved that shit i ended yeah. up leaving that job and working at fries and i remember he came into fries one day trying to act cool with me and my st- and stuff and i remembered in my head like damn bro i had you robbed and you don't even know god um, damn josh so i didn't hear that fucking yeah stuff, man. there was there was there is that story uh and there's two other ones. I don't, a I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever done anything crazy like that. But I don't think I've ever had enemies like that, bro. Straight up, like, I've always, I was always kind of like kept to myself. Like, I had a few like friends here and there, or people I didn't fucking like. But yeah. like, usually, like, I, I deal with shit by just like, you know, stop fucking with people. You know, like, I just like, ah, fuck that guy. You know, like a lot of people aren't worth my fucking time. You know, and but. He did him fucking dirty. That's yeah, fucking, but he yeah. kind of deserved I just, that. I bitch. did not want to get fucked with. Like I, I personally never mm-hmm. went to go look for enemies. But if somebody had a problem, then you know they had a problem. If they wanted to do something about it, they could. But I always knew. I always knew that if I had a problem, it was gonna get dealt with. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's obviously other stories and shit that's happened, but um. But um, what was I gonna say? Back to. Um, so about back to that whole black sheep dying and stuff, me starting to change my life around mm. and stuff. Uh, I obviously have worse stories that we could tell another time, but, um, during, I'm like, I was around 15 and stuff. My mom, that's when she started trying to change her life around. So yeah. trying to go to church and stuff. And I seen it as real hypocritical, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like you were, you were this lady before and yeah. now you're trying to tell me you're a changed fucking woman. And I could still see it in her that yeah. she wasn't, you know? That she was just like bullshit, you know? Uh-huh. And so I hated it. I hated religion because now she was trying to force it upon me by forcing me to go to church and try to force me to read the Bible and, you know, force God upon me. So it made me hate God. 
it made me hate God, made me not want to believe in Him, and made me want to fucking worship the devil at one fucking point, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, at one that, fucking yeah. point, you know? Like, I fucking hated it, you know? Um, and so it took years and years, like, years for me to finally say, okay, you know, I, get, I believe in God, you know, I want to change my life around and stuff like mm. that. We'll talk about that another time, but... Um, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, fuck it. So with the same cousin, a lot of my stories are with him because I, you know, I'm always with him. Like I said, I look up to him. We were um, smoking at Indian School Park. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like right there on Central in Indian School. No. No, it's by Central High School. Um, in da- by downtown Phoenix. There's this park right there. More than likely, I've I've passed by. You know, when I used yeah. to be an Uber driver, I fucking. Yeah. Um, he was dating this girl at a time, right? And it was like maybe nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, we wanted to go smoke weed and stuff. I was hanging out with my cousin. My mom knew where I was. You know, I was out, you know, late at night doing dumb shit. Uh-huh. Um, we went, decided to go to the Indian School Park. And there's a little lake in there. And there's a statue. You know, his hands are like, you know, held out like this. I know the podcast can't see it, but his hands are open. Yeah. Um, and there was a camera right there. And we fucking, we see, the camera was like pointed up on its own. Like somebody had moved the camera yeah. so it didn't see what it sees the river, right? Uh, so we're right there. We're smoking, right? We're smoking a bowl and everything. And for some reason, the cops are there riding up and down the park. Mm-hmm. And we didn't mind them, you know, we didn't fucking, they weren't there for us, you know. Um, so when they would pass by, we would stop smoking, you know. But his dumbass girlfriend at the time had the smart idea to hit it as the cop is passing by. Of course. Fucking of course. And we fucking looked at her like, you stupid bitch. Yeah. You stupid, stupid bitch. Um, and so... When we saw that she did that, we took it from her and everything, right? And we held, uh, we hid the pipe inside the hands of the statue. Mm-hmm. I was right there by the statue, so I put it in there, right? Real slick, like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just on my phone on Facebook, because now the cop is now riding on the grass. So like this, say this is this, say this is the bench right here, right? Yeah. I'm right here. He's literally riding right past us, up, reversing out, going around, coming back, going up again, uh, back like fucking yeah, watching he's us, you know? Make sure yeah, catch anything. but he stopped. He got out his car, mm-hmm. and he came to us, and instantly me and my cousin were like, fuck, here we go, you know? Yeah. So I'm just scrolling on my phone on Facebook, minding my motherfucking business, and he was like, hey, what are you guys doing, or, you know, what are you, what are you doing tonight? Mm-hmm. And we're like, just mobbing, you know, just fucking chilling, and he's like, uh-uh, all right, well, who has it? And we're like, has what, motherfucker? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, don't bullshit me. Mm-hmm. I can smell the weed. He said, like, yeah. who fucking has the weed? And I wasn't talking. I wasn't, I was not talking. I was not about to say a single fucking thing. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to fucking jail. I'm not fucking sending my cousin to jail, you know? Um, I was like, I was just on Facebook, right? And so he started getting angry with us. And he ended up taking my phone, slamming it on the table, like, who has the weed? And my cousin was like, all right, man, like, all right, like, I have, I have, I have butt on me. We had like a gram, you know, a gram yeah. of weed on me. And so he took it from him. He made him, you know, obviously empty his pockets and everything, took the weed from him, and then he put him on the ground. He just put him on the ground, and then he came to me, and he picked me up, and he didn't even fucking set me down. He put me on the ground. Like, he, like, straight on my fucking stomach. Yeah. Okay? Starts, like, taking the shit out of my pockets, and my cousin's like, yo, get the fuck off him. Like, what the fuck? Like, he doesn't have anything on him, and I didn't have shit on me. I had, like, maybe, like, my, my bus pass and my school ID and my phone obviously and stuff right i'm like yo dude like what the hell like what the hell's your problem um and so he then sits me down like this okay and he's trying to call for backup to get a girl cop there for her so that yeah. they can search her because he can't search her you know he's a man um and so during that time me and my cousin we obviously been doing a lot of stupid shit together we developed our own kind of like code talk 
um, various looks, movements, sounds. And what he had said to me was um, he wants us, because it was a single cop, to basically fuck the cop up and get the fuck out of there. He wanted to jump the cop and book it. And I said, okay. I said, I said, fine. And so right when he was about to swing on him, he was literally about to get up and start swinging on him. The cop turns around and sees him and quickly put his, puts his ass in fucking handcuffs and throws him in the back of the squad car. God. And so now I'm there by myself. I'm fucking, I'm young, I'm skinny. I'm not going to fucking be able to take on a cop yeah, by myself. Yeah. With my cousin, sure. My cousin was buff. You know, he had weight on him. He knew, he knew how to scrap, bro. He yeah. was a brawler. Uh, so I would have been down, you know. And now I'm there by myself. And the next thing you know, six more motherfucking cop cars come, bro. What the And some fuck? of them have, like, double double cops in it. Yeah. Okay? And they finally get a girl cop. Um, uh, keep in mind, they now put me in handcuffs, right? Yeah. Um, they got a girl cop to search her and everything. They put her in a cop car, and they drive off of her. They take her home. Mm-hmm. They just take her home. Of course. It was her motherfucking fault that yeah. we fucking got caught, but they took her home. And because he had the weed on him, they took him to jail. Yeah. But now I'm there in handcuffs, high as shit. With almost 12 fucking cops just all standing around me, staring at me, talking and shit. Yeah. Um, asking me, you know, questions about who I am, you know, where I live and shit. And I was giving them fake shit. I was giving them fake information. I was like, yeah. motherfucker, I, my name is Jason Martinez. Yeah. That's what I was telling them. My name is, that was always my fake alias. Jason Martinez, um, you know, I live, you know, somewhere around the fucking, I don't know, the exact yeah, address, yeah, you know, bullshitting and, you know. Yeah, random fucking cross. I was high as shit, right? So I was standing at least for like 10, 15 minutes, it felt like. With all the cops just staring at me. And then they finally said, let me see your hands, okay? So I, I go show them my hands. They take the handcuffs on. All right? And I'm not stupid. I'm not moving. So I keep my hands up. And I must have been standing like that for a while. Because all of the cops just started laughing at me. They started laughing at me. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys laughing at? They're like, why do you still have your hands up? I was like, because you told me to see your hands. He was like, yeah, you don't have to let me see them anymore. I was like, oh, okay. I finally yeah. put my fucking hands down. But they were all just laughing at me. It made me feel fucking stupid. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they knew I was high. Obviously, yeah, yeah. my eyes are red. I smell like weed. But since I have nothing on me, you know, it's not yeah. illegal to smell like weed. Yeah. So they ended up taking me fucking home in the cop car. And when my mom seen me, she just looked at me like, like, fucking really? Like, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is what we're doing. We lived in a fucking ghetto fucking... A ghetto place, bro. Fucking ghetto as shit. We didn't even technically have a place. It, 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 there was a Marisco's restaurant, and we lived behind the Marisco's restaurant. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In a shitty little fucking studio with me and my sisters, you know? Yeah. Or they be sleeping on the floor and shit, right? And so now we're calling people to, like, say, hey, you know, Andrew's in fucking jail. Somebody's got to go get him, you know? Um, but I thought it was fucking hilarious how, you know, the cops were just all fucking laughing at me and how it was her dumbass fault that... You know, she fucking got us in that situation. He ended up leaving her after that, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, we're like, we're done with you, bro. And she was real, she was real satanic. She was a real satanic girl. She looked sweet and innocent and everything, but no, she was a real fucking satanic girl. Crazy as fuck. Was that back when you 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 were worshiping Satan? Um, and I wouldn't shit, say or? worshiping Satan, but I was in a rebellious against God. Yeah. You know, like ah, you know, you know, fuck him. You know, he's yeah. not real, or you know, I don't want to worship him. Shit like that. Um. But yeah, and my cousin was too, you know? I think my cousin might still be. But now that he has kids and stuff, I think it might be different. He's in jail right now, though. He gets out soon, though. I'm actually really happy. Yeah. Um, and so there's that story that I have. You know, it's just a random little story to throw out there. Um, and I don't think I've ever... Yeah, no, I've never had a... I've never been cuffed. I don't think I have. I, um... 
Even when my mom got arrested, uh, she she got caught with a bunch of dumb shit in the in the car and shit. Um, um, I think I was sixteen at the time. I do not remember exactly. I know I was almost in the state of Texas. I could have been tried as an adult, but for whatever reason, the cops were like, "Hey, you know, he's fucking sixteen. I remember the guy. He was like, "Yeah, this one's sixteen. I was about to turn seventeen. And he was like, the the cop that was in charge, I guess, was like, well, he's underage. I don't even want to fucking look at him. That's what he said. And I was like, cool. I don't even want to look at yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, I don't even want to fucking look at this guy. And and they they released me to my brother because he was 18. So he got kind of lucky. He didn't go to jail that night. He didn't? No, he didn't go to fucking jail that night. He got kind of lucky. And they released me to him. And we were, like, in the middle of nowhere, you know, waiting for our sister to pick us up at a fucking McDonald's and shit, you know? Oh, wow. Like, it was fucking crazy. But never got cuffed, bro. Never got... Not, I even got my Miranda rights read to me and shit. And oh, everything. damn. That's yeah. when they fucking detained you. Yeah. Shit. Okay. But they didn't fucking arrest me that night, bro. Yeah, they seen that you were young and they were just like... Yeah, you know, just they're like, yeah, just give, give these kids and arrested my mom and shit and all that. But never, never had a... Other than that, you know, never. I I got a couple close encounters with a few cops. You know, they're just like, hey, you know, stop fucking around, stop stealing this guy's shit or whatever <laughs> the fuck, or stop making so much noise. You know, you guys have a noise complaint, or you just we just look suspicious or whatever the mm. fuck. You know, because um, I think certain cities that we I lived in had curfews, mm, okay. so they caught us like walking yeah, at the fucking too. park or there in the fucking street at night, and then I go the fuck home. Whatever the fuck, you know, but nothing crazy like that, you know. I have two more, uh, well, two more that I can tell crazy yeah. stories about cops. They're fairly recent. One of them was when I was uh, just turned 18. Yeah. Like my first 18th, my, obviously my first 18th, my, my 18th birthday. And then another one um, just recently, like within the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have time or if you want to hear it. Yeah, no, go for um, it, bro. So I just turned 18, right? And my mom for my birthday wasn't really throwing me a birthday because my sister was pregnant so they wanted to throw her a baby shower so they kind of just merged our two things together like her baby shower and my birthday but nobody really came for me they came for her uh, yeah. baby shower which I didn't really mind I didn't really you give got a fuck. the beer and the yeah. fucking present I didn't maybe. really give a fuck about my birthday you know I haven't but, celebrated I haven't really celebrated my birthday yeah. in years I don't necessarily do you know my family tell me happy birthday or something yeah. but I don't really I celebrate it get a couple it. text messages yeah um so my whole family was there. My whole family, and keep in mind, I'm Mexican. So a lot of mm-hmm. us are, you know, you know, cholos and dress like that and look like that. And that's our yeah. attire, you know. That's what we. That's what we wear. And of course, I was dressed like that too. I mean, obviously, I'm in like fucking pajamas right now. But normally, I'm dressed, you know, in that fashion. Um, and towards the end of the night, you know how some, um, uh, not not to be racist, but like some um, e- Eastern men, Indian men how they'll like hit their wives or some shit right they, like you know some of them do not all of them obviously that's like a stereotype thing or whatever right yeah there was these indian men and their family there and one of them tried to smack my tia one of them tried to hit my tia and all the kids were running and the first person they seen was me so they scream out to me josh 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 like what well, hey what's going on what's going on hey that man's trying to hit my mom, that man's trying to hit my, you know, my mom. And I'm like, well, who the fuck's trying to hit your mom? So I started running over there, right? And I look back, and next thing you know, I see all my fucking family, all my uncles, cousins, you know, fucking everyone, all of us running over there, right? And there was just like a group of just five Indian men. But there's like fucking 20, 30 of us. 
and they were shitting their pants, bro. They're like, no, 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 no. We don't do anything. Oh, we're sorry, we're sorry. Their wives were pleading for them, like, please don't do this, sir. Please don't do it, because we're fucking running them out of that fucking park. We're about yeah. to fucking square up with them, and I'm obviously in the front too, because you know I was one of the first ones there. And the lady, she was pleading with me in her in her accent and stuff. She was like, please, sir, please stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking stopping. You just try to fucking hit my dick. Get the fuck out of my way. Um. And obviously, we're not going to touch women or children, you know, but those grown men, that's who we had a fucking bone to pick. And yeah. so we fucked, we were, they, we were kicking their ass out. They were getting in their cars, getting their kids in their cars, and everything. Yeah. We're like, we're calling the police, we're calling the police. We're like, fucking call the cops, bro. Fucking call them, dude. And I don't know what the fuck he told them, okay? Okay? But as they're leaving, he also called more people for him. So he called people, and two more cars showed up with a bunch of Indian men. Oh, like, really? they were about like, to start a like motherfucking... Yeah, they wanted to start a fucking fight. I didn't fucking know the Indian people mm-hmm. were like that, bro. They, they fucking got, called they reinforcements, bro. Yeah, they fucking called reinforcements. So me and my uncle were walking, okay? Me and my uncle were walking to my dad's truck because we're loading it up with shit, you know, putting beer away, getting ready to leave. Yeah. And one of them says, he was the funniest shit ever. He said, you fuck mother. There you go. You fuck mother. He said, you fuck mother. Like, what the fuck? You say you motherfucker, but he says you fuck mother to my yeah. uncle, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a fuck mother." He's like, "Yeah, I'm a fuck mother." I was like, "Oh, okay," and he went boom straight in his face, went straight to the ground, and tell me, bro, this man, this Indian man, screamed so fucking loud and so dramatically. He was like, like, like this. He was like, ah. Like, fucking spinning and fucking, like, he was obviously, like, a sham, you know? He was, like, trying to, he's like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, fucking, after after a punch, bro, after a fucking punch. And so one of the Indian men tried to swing on me, and I'm like, oh, hell no. So I started swinging on him, you know, fucking him up, because he was trying to help his fucking friend or whatever, right? And at that point, everyone started fucking fighting, bro. Everyone started brawling. My little sister, who was, like, 13 years old, was fighting a 19-year-old chick, bro. Oh, and I taught my little shit. sister how to fight, bro. She knows how to fight. She will fuck people up. She was fucking this chick up. She wasn't yeah. no bigger than her, though. She was just shorter. She, they, were, they were both short. And at the time, I was dating my, uh, a girl at the time, and she started fighting, too. She was trying to defend my little sister from this fucking grown-ass woman, you know? What the fuck? Uh, so they're fucking fucking her up and shit, and now my, you know, all my tias and shit are fucking up people, and, and those guys are getting fucked up, okay? And my stepdad, he's a big motherfucker. He has a big hand. He straight laid a dude out. And um, now he's fighting and stuff. And my little sister's there, and they're screaming, crying, obviously, because yeah, everyone's fighting and you know, trying fighting. to get them away, whatever. But next thing you know, cops start swarming this motherfucking park. They close off the entire park. I'm talking about the entire park. This park is fucking huge, okay? They have hella squad cars out there, cops out there running around, pepper spraying people. Some they pepper sprayed my little sister, okay? Ah. And that's when I got pissed, and I was looking for the cop that did it. I was like, who the fuck pepper sprayed my little sister? It was a woman cop, bro. It was a yeah, woman cop, and I was like, oh, you're looking, I'll beat the fuck out of you. She's like, you're fucking threatening me. She tried to pull out her fucking taser. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. I fucking started booking it. Um, and next thing you know, you know, they have all my sisters on a fucking fence, and now I'm worried about my sisters. I don't want them fucking, like, I don't want them fucking doing something to them. Yeah. And I see my sister screaming and yelling and fighting my older sister, too, and my younger sister. She's not that much younger. She's probably, like, a year or two younger than me. Um, so she's obviously an adult, but um, or she was, like, 17 at the time. Um, and now my stepdad, you know, he was trying to put his ladder in his truck and everything, right? But the Mm -hmm. cops weren't letting him put his stuff away. And he was like, look, like, just let me put my fucking ladder in the truck. Like, let me just put it in the truck, okay? Yeah. Um, well, of course, everyone's, like, fighting right now. My cousin's fighting and stuff, and they're breaking him up and everything. But he's trying to get his stuff in his truck. Um, and they weren't letting him. So they were, like, you know, saying, oh, stop resisting, stop resisting, shit like that, you know? Just because he's trying to put his fucking ladder in the truck. 
And so my sisters, because there's two women cops trying to pull him out off, my sisters are going to defend him, you know, because they're women. So yeah. both of them are like trying to square up with the fucking cops and shit. Golly, and so they, you, they tased has each other's back yeah, at all times. They tased bro. my older sister and she oh, fell no. to the fucking ground, bro. She fell. And so my stepdad, okay, I do not condone any sort of, you know, violence to police officers or to women or anything mm-hmm. like that. But my stepdad, seeing his daughter being fucking tased, yeah, he fucking hit the bitch. God. He hit the bitch and she flopped on the car. Okay? At that point, they obviously tase him now, and he's on the fucking ground. My yeah. sister's screaming her head off, and I fucking grab her and try to pull her back, you know, because now she's screaming, my sister, my dad, you know, I'm fucking holding her back, bro. I have never, like, she's young, but she was using all her fucking strength to try to get out of my arms, bro. God, And man. so, obviously, me seeing shit going down, I'm like, fuck, you know, this is going really bad. I got to make sure nobody, nobody else fucking gets hurt. And so, my, um, obviously, the other sister that was helping him ends up getting fucking tased, too. Cause now she's trying to square up on the fucking cops, okay? So now they're all tased, they're all handcuffed, they're all getting fucking thr- take, taken off to fucking jail and shit. Mm-hmm. But when they tried to take my stepdad to jail, of course they had male cops there fucking, you know, getting him up, putting him in the cop court because yeah. he's fucking big or whatever, right? Um, now keep in mind, now ambulances are there and fire trucks and they have two helicopters fucking flying around, okay? All, all for this fucking Indian family for calling, I don't know what they said, Okay? But it was enough to bring out a whole fucking, you know, yeah. police squadron. And um, they ended up letting my stepdad go. He did not get to serve prison time. He was only in there for a day. And you know why? Why? Lack of evidence. They had no evidence. They're, apparently their fucking cameras were on. So yeah. nobody, nobody had evidence that he did that. And the only thing that was left was like a, like a red mark on her face, you know? Yeah, you can't um, obviously prove. Yeah, you can't, you can't prove it. And so he actually got out. Um, and my sisters did too. Like I said, nobody, they didn't have their fucking cameras on or what anything. The right? f- I was about to ask, that was my yeah. next question. Like, what, what happens in situations where there's 20 fucking people who yeah. you gonna arrest? Exactly. So their cop cars, they weren't pointed towards anybody. They were just formed in a circle so nobody can drive their cars out. Yeah. And so they weren't pointed towards any of the action. So their, their dash cams got no footage. If the cops didn't have their fucking cameras on, yeah. those got no footage. And luckily, the ones that were right there didn't have their cameras on. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't. I don't know if they just deliberately did that yeah. or if they just, you know, they just weren't on for some I think, reason. I think they have the the choice of turning them off and on and shit. They probably just all had them off. They probably, and, I'm not sure if all of them did, but the ones that were right there, um, the two, yeah. they didn't have it on. They didn't have so, it on. Uh, so you ended up getting out. That's and that was all on my 18th birthday. It was the craziest birthday ever bro we had so many cops and shit going down and i said fuck that i'm not going to work or school the next day <laughs> so i yeah, said i called my school like fuck no i'm not going to school man i'm tired um so there's one and then that's why wow, that was completely different from my 18th birthday i think um i played beer pong with my family oh see that's a nice and um uh, yeah i got fucked up my cousin threw up in my cat's litter box oh yeah, I was kind of upset about that one. Yeah. That was my cat. That yeah, yeah cat. And he, he fucking threw up everywhere. Bathroom. It was terrible. Um, but yeah, it was kind of fun. It was like, okay, you know, but we're young. I couldn't hold liquor. That I, could, I didn't even drink beer back then. I don't even know why I was playing beer pong. I couldn't even taste. Like, I, I hated to taste the beer. Yeah, but now I, now I like it. I, I still can't drink I fuck beer. with it now. I like it. It's, I'll drink liquor, but you, not beer. The way I did it was um, I would get, like, drunk with, like, vodka or whiskey or whatever mixed drink that I would make and then drink beer mm. and I was already drunk so anything tasted okay um, sometimes you have you to find the right beer you know 
the one beer that I really liked was Shinerbach. What is and it? Shinerbach. What is that? It's it's like a it's a Texas beer. It's like a weird German Texas beer. Um, I think it's a lager. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking good. I, I'm not huge into the technicalities yeah, of what the fuck it is. Like you know, it's a fucking lager. It's a beer that you like. It's a fucking beer. Yeah. You know, beer is beer to me. And it was good. It tasted well, and I was like, "Oh, I can fuck with this." And then, but those things are pretty strong, and I got fucked up. Shit. All right. But man, I've only been drunk like maybe two, three times. Really? You yeah. know, you're not a drinker. I'm not a drinker. I hate beer, and I'll drink liquor, but only if I'm drinking liquor to get drunk and not be able to taste that shit. Like if I just yeah. take one or two shots, I'm not doing that because that shit tastes gross and doesn't feel good in your stomach. So if I'm drinking, I'm only gonna drink to get no fucked up. Um. So I've only been drunk about three times. Wow. So I know my limit now for shots. I've been, I've been fucked up. I know a my limit for shots. I've been fucked up a few times. Nowadays I get drunk really fucking quick, you know, because we're doing this roofy shit. So yeah. I don't drink much, you know, like you know, fuck all that. Like we work a lot, and to get fucked up and drunk and then go to work the next day, I'm not about that life. Yeah. I don't know how I have these the guys. Next day. Yeah, I don't know how people fucking do I that anymore, bro. Shit, like, bro. Like you get so fucked up, stay up, and then still be up. Yeah, like fucking five in the morning to yeah, go for work and shit. Like, fuck, fuck no, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. I can't do it. And and I like like when I'm at home and shit, you know, like a, a twelve pack will last me a few weeks. Damn weeks. I'll, yeah, I'll drink one to two beers, or like if I get I'm high randomly, like I'll go go get stoned and shit. I'll go knock down a couple beers and I'll finish it. But for the most part, not really. Like it's just like. I wake up, I always wake up, like, dehydrated, you know? So, I'm like, fuck that, you know? And then working in Arizona, wake up dehydrated, you're going to be fucking dehydrated the rest yeah, of the day, you know? Yeah, it's fucking hot, dry heat, you know? Fuck all that. That's something you want to do. Um, yeah, I can't drink, bro. But last cop story I'll tell um, before we get into other shit, if you have time again. Um... This one's recent. This is before my cousin went to jail. The one I told you was about to get mm-hmm. out. The one that I spent most of my time with. Um, I actually haven't hadn't seen him for a while, and he got a house. And so he was like, "Hey man, you'll come over. You know, let's hang out." I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Mm-hmm. He has a son. You know, he has other kids. Um, and we're watching Trolls too. You know, for his kids or whatever, right? Yeah. And he had went outside <clears> to <throat> fucking um to just go smoke and drink some beer with his girlfriend and mm-hmm. her her siblings because they were there too. And I was in there holding his baby, watching Trolls 2, about to fall asleep. It's like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, okay? It's like, it's early and late as shit at the same time. Yeah. Um, and next thing you know, I'm drifting off to sleep and shit. And his girlfriend runs in. And she's like, Josh, your cousin's, uh, your cousin's getting arrested. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck's going on, right? I go out there, and again, they have like four cop cars, and they all have guns pointed now at me because I just came outside. Like yeah. she ran inside and came out to get me. Like I'm assuming they're assuming she was getting some shit or calling somebody to fucking come get some shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So now all the guns are fucking pointed. And I see my cousin. They're like telling him walk backwards and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like I was just sleeping. You know, there's fucking yeah. kids in here. And they're about to start bucking shots. Like, what the fuck? And so I go to my cousin because I always go to my cousin. I I wasn't giving a fuck about the cops. Cops like, don't don't stay right there. Don't come over here. I was like, fuck you, dude. Like I was, I was walking towards my cousin. Yeah. I was like, hey, like I looked at him and I like I said we have our own talk, our own language. And he told me like just just leave it alone. Just go away. Just go back. And I was like, all right, man. Like if that's what you want, you know. And so I got his wife, and I, t- I pulled her back. I was like, look, come on, Hayes, just let it go. Just let it let it fucking go. Mm-hmm. And we're asking, like, what is he getting arrested for? And they, they say they have a warrant for him, a warrant for his arrest. Now, keep in mind, he has two um, uncles and a dad. 
that share his same exact name. Uh, they all have the same no. name. So we're like, yo, can you at least show us the warrant? Show us the warrant that warranted you to come with guns and pull him out and fucking take him to jail. Like, show us yeah. the warrant. They didn't want to show us the warrant. It's not illegal. Never, it's illegal. For some reason, they did not give us the warrant. They would not give it to us. But they said yeah. it was a $75,000 warrant. Golly. So if it's that fucking high, give us the fucking warrant. Like, yeah. you know, that's something we need to fucking see. Um, and we're trying to think, like, what the fuck could that be for? Like, he hadn't done anything in during this time because, like I said, he has a family now, you know? Yeah. He's changing his life chilled around. Out. Yeah, he chilled out. He's not doing anything anymore, right? Mm. And so we weren't able to find anything out until the next day, you know, obviously when they got the booking in and he was able to just go before a judge and shit. Um, and it turns out they arrested him for something that happened when he was 16 years old that he already had done probation and stuff for. Okay, mm-hmm. like he already did his time for it, did what he was supposed to, but for some reason they fucking arrested him. Not for on it the again. records or whatever. I don't know. It, it should have been on the record. Yeah. Like I said, he already did this. He already went through the court process and all everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what, 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 what happened? Something must have had to have happened for them to bring that shit back up again. And so what have happened with this thing? Um, he and a couple of the guys that we knew, um, they had kidnapped the dude. He had kidnapped a guy, okay? So now one of the guys, he's in prison right now for shooting up a liquor store and accidentally hitting a kid. He accidentally shot a kid. And we told him, either you go to Mexico or you go to fucking jail and own up to that shit. Because we don't condone that. We don't condone violence towards women or children at all. So we told him, either you fucking be a man and go to jail or you fucking run to Mexico and never fucking come back. Because if he came back, we were were going to do something. Um, So he went to jail. And another guy, sadly, he's dead. Um, He ended up dying. But... I think we think what happened was okay. I know the guy, um, but apparently we think that he brought something up to the cops, snitched on something, and that's why they were able to arrest him again. But the lawyer that we had got said that oh he's getting out. You know he's not gonna serve any time. Like he already served his time for this. You know they can't. They didn't even show you the warrant. He yeah. brought that up. They didn't even show us the warrant, and it was so late in the night. Their their thing that they said was that like he was on the run motherfucker he has a job he's paying taxes he bought a home from the bank and you're telling me he's on the run like you clearly know where the fuck he is yeah like he's he, there's he, no he's, secret, yeah. yeah there's no fucking secret he's out and about mm-hmm. you know um and so they ended up saying you know they were gonna give him like four years or whatever but they're like you know because the lawyer tried to negotiate and everything so they ended up giving him a year plus whatever he was already in there for during the court process and three years probation and we're like, well, we'll fucking take what we can fucking get, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he's supposed to be out near September. So coming up. Yeah. It's, it's coming pretty, up very... Not bad, man. Yeah. Are you going to stay out of that whole... That whole lifestyle stuff? Lifestyle yeah. Man? Yeah. But if he wants to go get the snitch, I understand that. You know, yeah. I'm not going to let my cousin go out of the loan. But I'm not just really part of that life. You're college yeah. shit, aren't you? Yeah, I want to go to college. Uh, I want to go to college and study business management and stuff. I want to start my own business and, <clears throat> you know, have, lead a good life. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, I'm both book smart. I, I'm good at math and everything, and I like to read. I like I like random facts and stuff, you know. Um, but I'm also street smart. Obviously, I was raised from fucking such a young age learning how to do shit. Like, I have street smarts, too, you know. Um and that's a lot of things that a lot of people, especially like the system, fear is somebody that's both book smart and street smart. 
because mm-hmm. we know how to basically outsmart shit, you know. But we're nobody's yeah. smarter than the motherfucking system, bro. If they want to find you, they'll fucking find you. Yeah, of course, and but, everybody um, gets caught, man. At the end of the day. But yeah, so That's what they say now. Um, now I'm trying to lead a better life. Um, I finally think I found a girl worth trying with. Um, you know, not not. I'm not saying like start a life or anything, but like. You know, to see where see where it goes. Um, she's very seems serious and shit. Yeah, she, she seems serious. She's very mature. She's very self respectful. Like yeah, she doesn't like. She's not like girls nowadays flaunting their fucking bodies and ass for everyone. And she's in she's in many ways she's like me. We're very similar, but she's self respectful. She's respectful to me. Um, she respects that you know we're talking. You know mm-hmm. we're getting together, and so she doesn't entertain no motherfucking dudes. You know if a dude fucking texts her, she doesn't even fucking. She just leaves it, you know, she yeah. didn't do shit, she didn't reply nothing, it was just fucking great, I love it. And, um, she's real, um, reassuring to me, because, you know, growing up, like I said, we, like we both said, you know, we didn't really trust people, we didn't really have friends, yeah, you know, I weird. always pushed people away. Yeah, it's weird, and so it's weird. feeling that shit, right? And so, in my head, you know, I'm always thinking, you know, she's gonna get bored, she's gonna get tired, she's gonna leave, she doesn't want me, but... Even if I don't bring it up, yeah. she'll just, like, reassure me, you know, like, she's like, I appreciate you, you know, she'll tell me, like, I appreciate you, or, like, you really mean more to me than you know, mm-hmm. um, and it makes me feel good, it makes me feel nice, it makes me feel like I have something to look forward to. Yeah, um, definitely. I don't know if I want to, um, I don't know if I want to date, straight up, well, you know, anytime, anytime soon, yeah. You know, like. Not that I say that I'm enjoying this single life, because uh, I'm not doing much with it, honestly. Yeah, just working. Uh, I'm just working, getting my life together. But yeah. like, I don't know, bro. Like the whole, those whole memes, you know. I don't know if you ever seen those memes. Like, if like, I ever have to go through another talking stage again, you know? Like, yeah, we'll like be, yeah, yeah. I'm Demon f- time, you yeah, know? Yeah, like I'm fucking yeah. just fucking kill myself or something. But mm-hmm. like that's sound, like I'm not gonna kill myself, but like I just like. You don't want to go through that. Fuck issue. no! Like I really don't give a fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like I don't give a fuck about your favorite color, like what you like to eat, like like. <laughs> I hate that part of the yeah. It's What's so your favorite color? boring, you know. Yeah, like starting off. I don't know. I I kind of like I fall in love quick, but I'm not even gonna fucking lie. I'm a fucking. Uh, to be honest, I'm a fucking cool. simp. I fall in love within a week, you know. Like I want yeah. someone who's ready to like go all the way, you yeah. know. Like if you're right ready to go all the way, let's go all the way, you know. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm got time yeah. to waste on, on, on your. I'll, I'll figure out your favorite color eventually, right? Right and down the road, you know. Like, <laughs> like you keep buying fucking pink shit. I guess pink is your favorite color right. or some shit. You know? Why'd you be like a totally different color? Than right, black, like it's shit. like oh my color is like fucking magenta. Magenta. What the like, fuck is even magenta? Fuck bro. magenta. You got like uh. purple, you know. But you know, like I don't know, bro. Like. Yeah. I haven't found anyone worth my time, honestly. Um, a few few people just like I've I've talked to a lot of girls here and there, you know, like the whole like Tinder and yeah. I've met a few girls and they're just fucking around, you know, yeah, like people are fucking serious, around you know? and they're just like, oh, like I want to take cute photos, I want to do this, like let's to go on adventures, and I'm like, dude, fuck off, I don't even know what the fucking adventure is. Right, I can I, really, I can I, I can really, take you to fucking you know down the street real quick. That's yeah, all I like I right I'm now. here to work and I'm here to fucking try to. You know, do something with my life. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I, I get bored. Well, I, I get bored. You, life, you know, like, 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 future. like you know, like, I don't know. Like I'm just super hyper focused on, 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 like what's fucking next. You know, like I'm never mm-hmm. like never like not excelled at a job. You know, like it's kind of hard to like I've always managed. Like, like one of the reasons I don't have friends is because like when I first started working in restaurants, all my coworkers became my employees. 
Okay. You know, all, all my all my coworkers or friends that became my employees, bro. Like, so I couldn't fucking be friends with them. Like, it was literally the rules. Like, you yeah, can't be you, friends with yeah. them. You can't hang out with these people. You get fucking fired. Yeah. So I cut them off, bro. Like, fuck you. My this future, is my job, you know? Yeah, yeah. my fucking money gotta, comes before all you fucks. My financial stability. Hell yeah. And I fucking, you know, that's how I, that's how I always right, see, you know? you know? And I've always... You know, like, like you know, fuck y'all. I'm I'm chasing the bag, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I get that. that. That's bag, why I'm trying to know? go to college, buy a house, and everything soon. You know, I'm trying. I'm shooting for it, man. I'm trying to own a home within two years, hopefully. Are you gonna stick with roofing? Um, for for a bit, yeah. for a bit. I plan on at least staying for maybe five years. Yeah. Five years, maybe. Um, unless I could get my college degree and get something going with that. Um, then I plan on staying here for a little longer. You gonna start a roofing stuff. business? Um, I could do that, but my father, my stepfather, uh, yeah. he has like his own home remodeling business going, and I was like saying like I can add like roofing to that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, because he you does everything do on the whole inside. You yeah, basically. I just don't know framing essentially, and I know some plumbing and very little electrical, but yeah, um, we have guys for that. You know, he has guys for that. I should say because he has his own little thing going. Um, but I feel like at this age, I'm no longer looking for a girlfriend. I'm now looking for a motherfucking wife that's going to stick through. Looking for a and wife. Do, yeah, a motherfucking <laughs> wife, bro. A motherfucking wife. I'm not trying to have no little fucking half-ass girlfriend, you know, some talking bullshit stage yeah. for it to not to work out. I'm looking for someone that's going to want to stick through and build a motherfucking thing together, you know. Um, and I get that type of vibe from her. But again, I'm always skeptical. I'm always, yeah. you know. Still early. How long yeah. have you been with her? Um, we've been talking. Well, I've known her for a little while. Yeah. But we've, we've been only been talking for a couple months now. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, like, like I'm still skeptical. I'm still, like, yeah, on my toes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, gonna... I'm not saying it's for a for sure thing, but I get still those feelings from her, you yeah, know? Yeah, Fuck it, bro. Um, I got married, like, in six months. Yeah, say. Yeah, some people do. Fuck some it. people say time ain't really a thing. I knew this girl. Didn't last, but, you know. I know this girl. Fuck it. It was fun while it lasted. That was getting married after, like, three months of knowing yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. I was it. like, wow, bro. That's fuck quick it. as fuck. If you fucking think you love, and if you think you're in love, you're fucking in love. Yeah, yeah, do it. You know, a lot of people was scared and. One of the girls. And, and I was judging and shit, but yeah. fuck them, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's your fucking life. It's my fucking, your fucking life. Exactly. One one girl actually had told me, you know, I I'll told do it her, again. I told her I was in love, you know, I was like, oh, I'm fucking in love with you. She's like, you're not in love with me. You're just in love with the thought of me. And I was like, bitch, is uh, that a quote? That from a I was movie, like, yeah, I was like, bitch, bitch is that a fucking you quote? A fucking I was movie. like, what the fuck you mean? I was like, if I fucking have a feeling for you, then yeah. I have that feeling for you. It's yeah. not just some bullshit and spouting, you know, obviously I feel this way. And, and a lot of people don't take guys you know, you know, feelings like seriously, which you know, I don't really they give really a fuck don't. about. They yeah, don't. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, people don't take us seriously about what we say, but you know, like that's just a normal, normal fucking thing nowadays. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping this is my last relationship. I really am, and I'm kind of like you. If this fucking one doesn't work out, man. I'm just not gonna fucking worry about that. I'm just gonna go to school for the four years. Hell yeah, concentrate, do shit. you, man? Like, I, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm taking a break. Like, I, I try here and there. Like, you know, like I go to the bars with these guys and I fuck around and you know, I flirt with the girls and shit. But like, I'm not really trying. You know, I really don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just it's a, it's it's because like when I start dating, I I, I get distracted a bit. I gotta lie, cause I like. I get like really involved in it and mm-hmm. shit, you know, and I get distracted and and I want to be there all the time, you know, because I'm a fucking simp and shit, and I start yeah. calling into work and shit. So like, right, it's a huge yeah. distraction, and and, and I'm, I'm also trying to find someone who who isn't like 
afraid of the amount of hours I work, you know, because I'm not going to stop working. Yeah, we work ever. a lot. Work ever. A lot, you, know? you know, and and if I can't find someone who's like okay with me working, like I take one vacation a year, maybe, maybe, maybe two, you know, but I don't take vacations very often, you know. I don't think about vacations ever. I don't think about days off and shit, you know, like ever. You know, I just work, pay bills, Man, and, 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 and think about the next step, you know, because I'm always thinking about the next step. Like, like I'm trying to start up my, like, the whole side gig shit, you know. Like, I'm, I'm still trying to get that shit going, you know. I need to get my work truck, you know. I need a lot of things that I need, you know, because, yeah, get some side you know, the, even though, like, I'm getting, I'm getting, like, paid a little bit better now and shit like that. It's like, it's not, it's not enough, you know. Okay. You know, you gotta, you gotta I gotta think bigger. You yeah, know? like, yeah. I, I, like yeah. I, could, I don't want to always be working for someone. You exactly. know, that's the biggest thing. That's like, what my grandma wants. And and that's always like something that. Who's out there? I don't know. It's Roberto calling me though. Oh. Um, that's always something that 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 always fucking like annoyed me. Like everyone's always like, "What the fuck are you thinking?" So shut the fuck up. We're podcasting, bro. You want to talk? With who? Just We're podcasting. podcasting. No, I don't give a shit. Um. But that's something my grandma has once once told me. She said, you'll never make it on somebody else's money, like working for a fucking company. Yeah. She said, you should always try to fucking um, do your own thing, you know. Um, so that's eventually the goal is to try to do my own thing um, if I ever get good enough at, you know, a specific thing. But that's why I kind of wanted to start doing, like, that buy a apartment complex and fucking rent that shit out to people and... Get an income started from that because I hear it's a lot of money doing that. You want to buy shit. a whole complex? Um, obviously I'm gonna start off small. I obviously won't have enough money to fucking put yeah, down on a yeah. fucking whole ass apartment complex. Yeah. Um, but I plan on at least by like I said buying a house first and I'll probably stay there for about a year, try to fix it up, and then um start renting it out to someone. Um, and then from there buy like a duplex or a quadplex, and then move That'll on from good. that. You going to work tomorrow? Go grab your shit. No, motherfucker, you're going to his room. I'm going back to that fucking room. You're not kicking me out of that room. I don't care, motherfucker. Take a video. I want to see. Take a video. I want to see. Take a video too? Yeah, send it to the group chat. You want a video too? No. What do you want? Nothing. We're freaky. Show us the titties. Hey. Oh, here. What truck are you going to take? My truck. La tuya? Yeah. Okay. But what were we saying? Oh yeah, duplex, quadplex, maybe, and then work my way up. But, Is that um, like your ten-year plan or what? Like, within my ten yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking yeah. big-ass goal, bro. I thought about the same thing, you know, because like it was like, like it's it, it's semi-simple, you know. Like obviously, I need the money, I need the big-ass loans and shit, and. and <laughs> Well, don't do it with the podcast, man. Go to Angel. This thing's recording. Yeah, oh, yeah, this thing's recording. Oh, you guys recording? Yeah. Yes, it's live. Are <laughs> you stupid? And it, it's just big, it's big, big fucking shit, you know? Like, but I think it's possible, you know? Like, start small. Yes. Yeah, so do, I, do, I, I wanted to, I'm, I'm thinking about buying a trailer. Um, I don't know why I couldn't sleep the other day and I was thinking about it. Because I was like, why, why the fuck? Because I was thinking about buying shit because it's always cheaper to buy because the stock, the, 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 the housing market right now is fucking crazy. Everything's fucking stupid expensive. And I think everyone's sleeping on mobile homes. They're nice. You know, they can like, be nice, I, this, yeah. like, The new ones could be somewhat nice. But like, I, I'm still thinking about it because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to live in a mobile home. But like, 
They're they're cheap. I think they're like the most expensive I've seen is like a hundred grand. Well, and that's like six hundred dollar mortgage. I think you do know the the thing that Arizona does, which for your credit six forty, you have the first time home buyers thing, right? Where yeah. they'll pay for everything for the house, yeah. and I think all you have to pay is just like the closing price, which is like low as fuck, you know, depending on the house that you're yeah. getting. Um, and then you'll ha- own the home. You'll already own it. You'll just obviously have to pay mortgage on it, and yeah. that's why you should like find a renter so they pay your mortgage for mm-hmm. you. But did you know it's actually easier to get a quadplex for the same price? So say I was gonna buy a house that's like five hundred thousand dollars. You know, that's a large fucking yeah. price for a house. But but say I try to buy a quadplex that's worth the same amount. It's easier to get because you can use the income as from rent from the quadplex uh-huh. to to put down as an income. So like you could be like, oh, what's your source of income? Well, the income's gonna be the rent that I'm gonna charge people for this place, and they'll be like, oh, that's great, you know, because that's mm-hmm. a lot of money that's coming in. And then if you're already working too, that's more income that you have. Um, and then you only have to pay like three percent of whatever you know the house yeah. is. If it's like five hundred thousand, then it's like seventeen grand. But if it's like two hundred thousand, that's only like five fucking yeah. grand, you know. Yeah. And we make we make that you now not not super quick, but we make that you know within a couple months. Um, yeah, for sure. Like if I'm able to save all. Yeah, if you're able to save it, you know, but you got bills and shit. Yeah, you know, got bills already. But that's you know, what I'm saying. But... That's why that's why within the next two years, yeah. I plan on having that. You know, paying that. I pl- I'm obviously planning on saving money for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not going to happen that quickly, but uh, that's why for my between one and two years, I plan on owning a home or a quadplex. Yeah. And then eight years from there, I plan on owning a apartment complex, um, or at least starting the process of getting one, you know, or mm-hmm. maybe like a town home with a couple units or something, you know, something yeah. that I can keep having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have renters too. I want to do like shit like that. Um, but I think I think I'm gonna do the whole roofing shit, bro. I kind of like it, you know. It is nice. It's you an know? easy job. It's, you just don't not... get paid as much as like other trades. I, yeah, you know, like other places have like unions and shit, mm-hmm. and they they fucking pay them really well. And other places, I, don't... I think I think it's just gonna take some time, you know, you know, because we're not like people like uh, Big Chapel and shit like that or Roberto. Well, yeah, those motherfuckers been doing it for fucking years, for though. Years yeah. and years. But even they think they don't get paid. Well, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we have an advantage over them. You know, we fucking speak English. That's true. We fucking speak English. We're not illegal or from other countries. So, um, unfortunately, it shouldn't work that way, in my opinion. You know, kind of like Gustavo. You know, he was a very smart man, but he was limited in what he could do. He worked You know, because of his language language barrier and shit, you know. He refused. I don't think he refused to learn the language because he did pretty good speaking English. He needs some. He he did pretty well, but he could have done. I told him like before he passed away. I was like, dude, like I fucking teach you, you know, like you could you should have been a supervisor by now. Like you shouldn't be doing this shit, you know. And I gave him tips on how to speak, you know, like better and, but. He unfortunately passed. He when I first started working, I first working here, I started with him for a bit. And he was great at explaining things to me. He was great at showing. He was a great me. teacher. He was a great teacher. He was a very kind man. Very kind man. It sucks that he, sadly, passed away. Like you know, so sudden. Yeah, dude. I I wanted to be, I wanted to be his second man. You know, for, for a while I was gonna ask for it. You know, but unfortunately Anthony was his second man. You know, I don't think they were gonna separate him anyways, but. 
I wanted anytime I got a chance to work with Gustavo, I fucking you I was, took that I think shit, I told bro. I think a few people to shut the fuck up on the roof. I was like, dude, shut up! Like he's explaining this shit. Shut the fuck up. Like let me listen. Dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. like he's fucking talking. You know, because I wanted to absorb like everything, the bro. The guy was, was teaching, fucking bro. so smart when it came to the roofy shit, bro. And he was he was very good at it. Very fucking. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for forty five years, I believe. Some shit like that. Yeah, he's been doing it for years. He started off in production, I think. And when went from there, apparently him and Edward used to work back in the day. Apparently he was... He was his I foreman. Edward's right? foreman when he was fucking doing shingles and shit back in the day. And then fucking Ed became the boss, man. Yeah. And it had to be that advantage over him. Yeah, speak of course. English you know, and... you could fucking speak English. You can communicate. You know, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. You know? If I went to his funeral. Did you go? I did not. No, I was... Uh, mm-hmm. I got sent here. Honestly... Um, I, I've been I've, in this like the the weekend of his funeral. I was yeah, over okay. here. And, yeah, because the um, day he died, the next day I was in in uh, California. Okay. Um, Ed, when we went, it was obviously a couple of guys. Mm. Honestly, I think I seen Ed fucking crying. Like really? Ed was crying. He he knew Gustavo for a long time. And he didn't want to show it, but he started. He was he was tearing up. He was about to cry, bro. I think I teared up, bro, because me I was at a, I was I was at a family friend's house, and I was putting in a French drain in their house and Mm. shit. You know, I was working there the whole weekend. I had to get it done quick because I was coming to Cali, and even Roger came to help me that day because I used his tools and shit and. Mm. Roger's a pretty nice guy, and he always volunteers to help and shit. And I was like, dude, I can't pay you, you know, because I'm barely getting paid for this. It's like a favor. And he's like, ah, well, I volunteered or whatever. I fed him and shit. But he, as soon as we finished, I packed. he packed up his tools and shit, and he was leaving. And he calls me. He's like, dude, like, I just saw the fucking phone, you know, the text messages on my phone. And he's like, fucking Gustavo died, bro. And I was like, what the fuck you mean, Gustavo? We literally talked to that guy two days Just ago. Just the day before, bro. Yeah, the day we, before. I was literally on a job with him that, that week. That week, I was on a job with him the whole week. Where fucking me and Roderick had to work our eight hours at doing our own little jobs. And then at the last two hours of the day, we had to drive to Glendale and help Anthony and Gustavo finish that job. So we were working like 12-hour shifts every day, helping, making them fucking finish that job. It was a pretty big job. You know what I heard though? Hmm. Obviously, he died of like a heart attack or something, right? In his sleep. I didn't. I had no idea. I think that's what they had he, said. I, I thought it was a fucking flu or some shit. Or maybe it was a flu, or something. I don't remember. But what I heard, what I ended up reading up on, is that people like us hmm. who have stress so much on our bodies, working t- like long ass shifts like that, and for someone like him who has been doing it for so long, it heard that it's, it's a higher risk. For us, like people like us, to die of something like that, of like in our sleep, you know, from stroke or from fucking seizing up or fucking really? um, heart attacks and shit like that, I heard we're forty percent more likely to die like that because of that. So I don't know if that's the reason, you know, but if that is if that is something, then that's just fucking concerning as fuck, you know. Um, but man, that funeral. Only a group of a couple of us went. It was me, Umberto, Edward, mm-hmm. Jaden, um, Gordo. I think Drew went, and can't remember. I think there might have been one other person, but um, yeah, we were all there, and 
it was sad, bro. It was honestly sad. I didn't know him for very long, obviously, yeah. only about the year that I've been here. But I was I was still there, you know. Like, it's, pass him on. That was Edward's friend. That was everyone else's friend. I wanted to be there to support them. And jo- Johnny, obviously, was my friend at the time. And Johnny was, you know, there, too. He want, he was upset about the passing because he knew Gustavo, too. Um, Didn't Gustavo help him out a lot? Yeah, yeah he, he was, like, friends with his son, son, right? For, like, a while. Um, Gustavo was obviously, you know, around him a lot, so... I ended up going, um, but yeah, but enough, enough about that. It's getting kind of late. I'm a yeah. I think we've been fucking talking for a long ass time, bro. Almost an hour. Holy shit! And I still got more. So next time you want to have a yeah, podcast, we're gonna be. We're you leaving. Are you leaving this weekend? Um, I leave Sunday, but I'm coming back, and then I'm pretty what, much Monday or Tuesday. Here. No, I'm coming back Thursday morning. I'll be here. I think I'm leaving at 3 a.m. It's either Wednesday night that we're leaving or 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, Fuck it. I'll be back. Um, so we'll do more if you want to do yeah, more. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming by. Hopefully people like this podcast. Hopefully. Thank Hopefully. you guys for listening. Yeah, Please like, later. subscribe, share. Thank you.